Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. And today we're going to be getting a little bit real. I know I'm a little nervous about this episode. If I have to be honest, I'm going to be talking about three big mistakes that I made this last year in looking back. And my hope is just that by reviewing these three big mistakes that I made, that you won't make these in your business next year, or that you would think twice in thinking about these mistakes. So I hope it helps you and just blesses you as I'm being super honest and opening up the door and the, what is it? Pandora's box, you know, pulling back the curtain to uh, some of the decisions and things that I make over here at the busy, vibrant mom. So we will just jump right in. January has some really fun kind of forward goal setting momentum. And it's the first month of the new year. It feels new and fresh, right? That you're like peeling back the wrapper of something that you get a a brand new planner that you're like, okay, I'm going to make all these goals. It'll be amazing. But I think it's also just a natural time to kind of look back over that last year and reflect and also to look forward and to think about this next new year. So as I look back on 2023, there were several mistakes that I would prefer to skip going forward and not to make. So it's my hope, as I said, that by sharing these kind of roadblocks and mistakes that tripped me up last year, that it might help you from being tripped up by these similar mistakes or ones that are maybe exactly the same. All right. As a reminder, if you need some help in planning for January and kind of getting through your goals, jump on over to my website. It's www.byrdmichelle.com. You can grab my productivity planner. It's a totally free. It's on the first page when you just scroll like halfway down And it's just my gift to you. It will just help give you a few new tools as you are going into this new year with all this new 
goal setting, exciting energy that you'll be able to just use this as one more tool to help you kind of in setting up and establishing those goals. As I mentioned, January is just the perfect month for goal setting, kind of reflecting and looking back on what did or didn't work, maybe in your life, your business, your relationships, your marriage, and all the different different areas, right? And a few episodes before this, we talked through goal setting and goal planning and that kind of thing. Earlier this month, there was an episode that we talked through all that. And we walked through kind of the Horatio printing planner. They do an amazing job. I just love them. But if you open it up, it's very clean and beautiful. But at the very beginning of the year, they have this wheel that has a bunch of different categories. And it's the goal is just to take time and look at that wheel and think about each of those categories and kind of rate yourself in how you're doing in each of those categories and what kind of things you would want to change. And then also going forward, how you can specifically make a tweak, a little change in those to help this next year and all those things that you're building towards a goal. So like one could be, In your marriage, you want to build a closer connection. So maybe this next year, you're going to have more date nights. So one of your goals could be have a date night every other week or once a month or every week, whatever kind of works for your schedule. But you want to put a very specific, smart goal, the one that is measurable that you can check off. And then after that, the next quarter, you kind of take a look at all those different areas and say, okay, how did we do? Did we go on dates every other week or what we had already set forward? So that's just an idea of kind of what we walked through and talked through with the Horatio printing planner and how we talked through new goals and goal setting and that kind of thing. So just in case you missed it, I wanted to just reiterate that. And uh, I highly recommend it going back and just listening to that. Whether you have a paper planner from Horatio or not, you can easily kind of plan out those topics. So just in this new January goal setting and reflecting, I think it's really helpful because we naturally are looking forward, but we're also naturally looking back at like, okay, what kind of things did I do that I would as I said, rather not repeat in 2024. Today, we will be exploring three mistakes that I would rather not repeat. Number one, listening to too many voices. Now, like everybody, I love free stuff. I think that's kind of my weakness. I love free things. I love listening to free workshops. I love seminars or podcasts, but I often get stuck by all the sales pitches or by all the sales emails or by, oh, just this one other thing will help you and change you when it's only this much. And so I forget that a free workshop or a free thing that people are giving out isn't really free, that there's always a catch. And so sometimes I just don't think about that. I think about the black and white, like, oh, this looks like a great thing to have. But then once I download that, or once I, you know, go to this seminar, then I get sucked into other things. And so I think it's really important to realize what things you're 
getting sucked into, but also what voices you're listening to, whether it be in your inbox, whether it be emails, whether it be podcasts, whether it be YouTube videos. I love just hanging out and um, doing laundry and listening to YouTube videos. And I've learned that is there something different between taking in video and visual cues rather than audio? And so I have definitely realized that I feel mentally more tired or more strained, or I can't process things as well, or I can't think through things as well if I've been watching a lot of videos. Now that could be, you know, really... Usually I watch videos about, you know, we are going to go on a cruise. So I watch lots of videos about going on a cruise or something else, but um, they just bog down my brain. So I really have to think about, am I visually engaging with something that's like a social media, like scrolling through TikTok, looking at Facebook, looking at Instagram or on YouTube, looking at videos and that kind of thing? Or am I listening to something? Because I think that really makes your brain process things and information differently. So I really have to take a step back and realize all the voices that I'm listening to and feeling pulled in so many directions that it's hard to hear my own voice or God's voice where kind of he wants me to be spending my time and my energy and my mental capacity. And so I think by listening to too many voices, my brain just gets bogged down. Not only do I fall for more things because I love free stuff. And so I'm constantly like taking in more and more, but also because then I also get super bogged down and realize, why is my brain so tired? Why am I not so productive? So I think it's by listening to too many voices, whether that be visual, as we talked about, or audio. So just take into consideration when you're listening to voices. And also I would take into consideration how much time are you giving yourself just to be silent? I've found that it's so easy in our world of media to constantly be on our phone, to be checking email, to be listening to something, to be watching a YouTube video. It's so easy to constantly be on our phone rather than giving ourselves some time driving without any music and just letting our brain think about things, doing a chore without any kind of music or watching something or listening to something and let us just think. So I think reflecting and taking in how much time am I devoting to listening to different voices and media and how much time am I being still is really important. And I didn't realize this lesson until after I felt super bogged down. It's almost like when we went on the cruise and we didn't take Dramamine until we felt seasick. I should have been taking it before so that I didn't feel so seasick then later. So taking into account, listening to too many voices. Number two is task mapping software. So I got to the point where I... I really love MindMeister and MeisterTask and their whole suite of different time management software. And so I took what I have in my MindMeister map of like what I'm going to do each day. 
and I lessened it to make it less complicated. But by making it less complicated, I was using it incorrectly. I was using it as a glorified to-do list rather than a task mapping software. There's a huge difference, which I didn't quite understand. I would just open it up and be like, yeah, I still have the same tasks I've got to do. And so, yep, I'm still working on them. So I wouldn't really move anywhere or do anything. So I didn't really use the software to its full capacity, nor did I really open it up and use it that much because I thought, well, I'm still working on the same task. So I didn't use it as it's intended. Instead of building out a workflow that actually kind of works for what I needed, I would just kind of open it up and be like, oh, I haven't done that yet. Okay. So I just built out a better workflow. And the problem was the one that I had was way too complicated. And there were too many tiny projects inside bigger projects. And so like I would have one task card and the one task card would have so many things in it that would never actually get done. So it would never actually be moved from in progress to done and to do. It would constantly just be a task. And so that's where it falls into the to-do kind of category and to-do list. Like this would constantly just be on my to-do list It wasn't moving through. There wasn't any system that I was doing with it. So I realized that what I needed to do was take that task, whether it was a project or whether it was an ongoing task and build out a whole new spreadsheet that then the card in my workflow would say, you know, go to this spreadsheet and it would have a link and then go to that spreadsheet and it would have a much better view of what I need to do, drilled down to be more specific so that I can say, oh, okay, this one task, yes, I've finished. Yes, I've done. Yes, I need to put in here. Oh, this is where I am with it versus I have these hundred tasks and of course they haven't gotten done. I've only gotten to 15. And so it still stays as a card that still is like kind of a to-do card and nothing happens with it. So I realized that I needed to make my work block and my work flow less complicated and I needed to be more specific about each task. And then I wouldn't lose tasks and be like, I don't know where I am on this project. I don't know when it needs to get done. And so that was a huge help. And just not to use my task mapping software as a glorified to-do list, to use it as it's intended. So I'm still kind of working through that and it'll just ebb and flow. Number three is productivity. So I heard this amazing quote that I think is true, that if you treat your business as a hobby, it will bring in the same success as a hobby. If you treat your business as a business, it will bring in the same success as a business. And so I really was thinking about that. And I think oftentimes I am creating or I am in this last year, kind of using my business as a hobby and not really putting in some of the time and attention to do the foundational work that it needs. And so I think it's really important to get quality products, but really to grow and build the foundation and (laughs) cut out a lot of the busy work. 
I think oftentimes we can get wrapped up in, this is just what I do for my business. I just do these tasks and I just need to do them without really thinking about, do I really need to do these? Are these things that I can outsource? Or are these really things that move the needle forward? Are these things that are really going to grow your audience, serve your audience, take care of the people that you work with or have a really big impact? Or are they just small to-dos that are not really at the end of the day going to be worth your time? So I think really looking into productivity and where I place my time and um, what I am doing with my time is huge because I think oftentimes last year I was just fiddling away or I was doing things that were just busy work, but weren't actually doing anything to move my business forward or to help in that area. So I really hope by connecting and talking about these three mistakes that I had that you would be able to take a deep breath and think about if there are things like this in your life, in your business that you might be doing. Maybe last year, maybe you can see these on the horizon. The first one was listening to too many voices. This might be voices on free web seminars, to podcasts, to YouTube, to TV, to all the things, all the voices, all the media, to listen to too many voices. And that also takes up a lot of time, right? So number two was task mapping software, using it not as a glorified to-do list, but as a real task mapping software, what it is designed and used to do to map out how you're going to do tasks, when and where, so that you can sit down to your work block and have everything laid out for you and really feel that you are accomplished, that you're doing what you set out to do. And it really is helpful if it's not a glorified to-do list. And number three, productivity, really buckling down and looking at your time, the way you're spending your time and to think about if there's something you could do better. Can you cut out something? Can you outsource something? Are these really the ways that you are spending your time that you should be spending your time and so forth? So hopefully these three have kind of helped you and will guide you to avoid these pitfalls in your own business and life in 2024. And if you want to talk through any of these, if you have any questions or anything like that, you can always contact me at contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T at birdmichelle, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. And I'd love to talk through any of these or more. Maybe there's some things that you're struggling with that you're looking back on and you just don't have a clear path of how to fix them or how to take care of them. So let me help. If you need anything, please reach out. I would love to connect. Also go on over to my website. As I said, grab the productivity planner that will help you kind of map out goals and just get started. It's a good little stepping stone to get started this next new year so that you can get on with those big goals that you want to achieve. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in 2024. So go to my website, com, and connect with me there or grab my productivity planner and use it to, to just take a big stepping stone and as a jumping off point for this new year. All right, until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? 
Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 